Welcome again to Devotional, a spiritual resource for daily living. This is Pastor Ariel, and we are doing lesson number 12, Confinement in Caesarea, and this is day one. So we are continuing with this journey, and Paul is going from one extreme to the other. We just left a turbulent war of attacks and aggression against them. And now that he has transitioned into being under the power of the Roman authorities, it's calm. Actually, boring calm, as in stuck for two whole years. There just doesn't seem to be anything except waiting to see when his court can appear and be tried and be um, dealt with. And I, I thought about <clears throat> this contrast of the Christian experience where we seem to be going from uh, being attacked and being in this tremendous pressure cooker and then we seem to be in just the no man's land where nothing seems to be happening and sometimes you wonder which is worse to be in the midst of the battlefield uh, praying in an anguish with the Lord or to be with absolutely nothing happening and your prayers seem to also go on deaf ears that nothing seems to be moving um, it's like do you prefer to go through a very bumpy 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 road or be stuck in the mode with the, with the wheels spinning. Yeah, for me at least it would seem like I'm going somewhere even though it's bumpy, rather than having my wheels spinning and all that my, those energies invested, what apparently is for nothing. And this is the extreme where we pick up this lesson uh, this week, uh, confinement in Caesarea, being in jail. Now, uh, of course, as I said in previous episodes, you can study this on your own and this time, I've included all the links you could possibly need on the podcast. So if you scroll a little bit below, you'll be able to see all the links so you can study it right now, download it to your phone, or even order it online. Um, subscribe to it. That way you can have this, these lessons delivered to your house. Now, this is something that um, is part of the Christian journey that I think is significant because what happened then still happens today. I'm going to mention to you a name, Pastor Andrew Brunson, B-R-U-N-S-O-N. Brunson. Does that sound familiar? Um, you may have heard of him in, in the news. Um, Pastor Brunson was jailed in October of 2016, 2016, and he was jailed in Turkey. The government in Turkey was doing this cleansing of all these government officials that were being charged with conspiracy and all these other things. And P Pastor Brunson was um, also uh, grabbed with all of that uh, political maneuvering and put in jail. And he was not released until July of 2018. And it wasn't a full release. He was released to be in home arrest. And you want you got to wonder, you know, two whole years, you have lawyers, you have people appealing, and yet your court does not uh, go up in, into the courthouses. They're not going to be tried. You're not granted a hearing for two full years. And you think, what must go through the mind of that person? Because we're looking at back and we can say two, two years in, what, three seconds? But those are days and minutes and hours away from family, away from your church, away from your children, day after day after day. And there is really no telling as to how long you will be there during that interim. You're not told you will be here for two years. You are there for an indefinite amount of time. And there's another pastor that I want to mention to you, Antonio Monteiro. He's from Brazil. But he was serving in the African continent when he was also arrested under false charges. And he was arrested in March of 2012. And he wasn't released until January of 2014. 
these individuals, these pastors, can relate to this part of the lesson in, in Paul's journey because they too were jailed unfairly. They were accused of things that they had not done. So for me, this makes the Bible alive, real, and present. Christians are suffering in other parts of the world, and I'm, I'm in Detroit, Michigan right now, and fortunately, maybe, I don't have to worry about being imprisoned, um, wrongfully accused. Thank God that we have some process of, of government. Um, but that's not the case with other for every Christian in other parts of the world. And we need to be aware of this. We need to be, number one, aware for the reason of being grateful for the freedoms that we have. But more importantly, I believe, is to grieve and feel what other Christians in other parts of the world go through. To not develop this stoic, calloused attitude towards other Christians and say, I'm sure glad I don't live there. Um, what happens elsewhere, I believe, by because of the prophecies that are in the Bible, will happen worldwide. Those that choose to live a godly life will suffer persecution. That's what Paul says. He doesn't say those who live, choose to live godly lives will suffer persecution except in North America or except in the United States or except in Michigan. Everyone suffers persecution one way or another, and we will not be exempt. But I want to go a step further. The lesson begins with Paul in jail and this predicament of extremes. He goes from turbulent attack to now just being in jail and nothing seems to be happening. And now um, I want to talk to you about other ways that I, with my background in nursing, uh, I have a way of sometimes seeing things that they're very similar. And you can be in jail and be in jail because of the aging of your body. And you feel that you are now in this physical prison that goes with you everywhere because your joints don't respond the way they used to before. You've had some um, health-related limitations because of age. And now you cannot do what you used to be able to do. Your vision is not the same. Your hearing is not the same. You don't have the same energy as you used to, but you still have the same desire. I believe that this lesson this week will provide tremendous hope for you, that feeling that because of age, you are imprisoned in some something that you cannot get out of. Uh, Paul, while in prison, was given opportunities to testify and be useful for the Lord. Though it was quiet, so to speak, and that he was not being uh, aggressively persecuted, he certainly was used by the Lord during these moments of silence, of, of imprisonment. And though you may feel that you are imprisoned by your circumstances related to your age, this lesson will infuse hope that God can use anyone. There is no prison from which the Lord God cannot use you in. There are those of us that are also in the prison of sickness. I'm thinking about a dear brother of mine named Jelani who has gone through tremendous health challenges and recently is still you know, battling some other things that are preventing him from fully being used by the Lord. He wants to. He wants to desperately be used by the Lord. He wants to give Bible studies. He wants to preach and sing. Very talented young man, and yet one health issue after the other makes him feel like um, he's imprisoned. He cannot seem to get out. This week's lesson will infuse hope and encouragement and energy. God is not limited by human jails, whether they're physical of age, physical of health, or physical of literal jails. Both of these pastors, Pastor Brunson and Pastor Montero, were able to witness powerfully in the jails they were placed in. There is no place that you can find yourself where God cannot use a willing servant. Are you willing? 
I want to remind you of a verse found in 1 Corinthians 15, 58 that says, Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. I'm going to read it from the New Living Translation. It says it like this. So, my dear brothers and sisters, be strong and immovable. Always work enthusiastically for the Lord. For you know that nothing you do for the Lord is ever useless. Don't let the enemy discourage you today. If he has convinced you, you are too old for the Lord to use. The prophet Daniel was in his 80s, 90s, and he was still prophesying. He was still writing books that we are studying to this day. Moses, till his very end, was used, end of life, was used by the Lord. No one, even Paul, while in jail, was limited by being used by the Lord. And you who are listening, whether it's finances, resources, sickness, or age, or any other thing that makes you feel you're stuck, confined, or limited, my brother, my sister, take courage. This week's lessons will let you know Jesus is the one that can set you free by using you mightily in ways you could have never expected.